Hello students. Today we are going to learn about the chapter The Fundamental Unit of Life. While examining a thin slice of cork, Robert Hooke saw that the cork resembled the structure of a honeycomb consisting of many little compartments. Cork is a substance which comes from the bark of a tree. This was in the year 1665 when Hooke made this chance observation through a self-designed microscope. Robert Hooke called these boxes cells. Cell is a Latin word for a little room. The shape and size of cells are related to the specific function they perform. Some cells like amoeba have changing shape. In some cases the cell shape could be more or less fixed and peculiar. for a particular type of cell for example nerve cells have a typical shape each living cell has the capacity to perform certain basic functions that are characteristic of all living forms how does a living cell performs these basic functions we know that there is a division of labor in multicellular organisms such as human beings this means that different parts of the human body perform different functions The human body has a heart to pump blood, a stomach to digest food and so on. Similarly, division of labor is also seen within a single cell. In fact, each cell has got certain specific components within it known as cell organelles. Each kind of cell organelle performs a space special function such as making new material in the cell. clearing up the waste material from the cell and so on a cell is able to live and perform all its functions because of these organelles these organelles together constitute the basic unit called the cell it is interesting that all cells are found to have the same organelles no matter what their function is or what organisms they are found in now let's learn about the plasma membrane which is also called as cell membrane this is the outermost covering of the cell that separates the contents of the cell from its external environment the plasma membrane allows or permits the entry or exit of some materials in and out of the cell it also prevents movement of some some other materials the cell membrane therefore is called a selectively permeable membrane How does the movement of substances take place into the cell? How do substances move out of the cell? Some substances like carbon dioxide or oxygen can move across the cell membrane by a process called diffusion. It is the spontaneous movement of a substance from a region of high concentration to a region where its concentration is lower. Something similar to this happens in cells when for example some substance like carbon dioxide which is cellular waste and requires to be excreted out by the cell accumulates in high concentrations inside the cell in the cell's external environment the concentration of carbon dioxide is low as compared to that inside the cell as soon as there is a difference of concentration of carbon dioxide inside and outside a cell carbon dioxide moves out of the cell from a region of high concentration to a region of low concentration outside the cell by the process of diffusion similarly 
Oxygen enters the cell by the process of diffusion when the level or concentration of oxygen inside the cell decreases. Thus, diffusion plays an important role in gaseous exchange between the cells as well as the cell and its external environment. Now let's learn about the nucleus. The nucleus has a double layered covering called nuclear membrane. The nuclear membrane has pores which allow the transfer of material from inside the nucleus to its outside that is to the cytoplasm which we will talk about later on. The nucleus contains chromosomes which are visible as rod shaped structures only when the cell is about to divide. Chromosomes contain information for inheritance of characters from parents to next generation in the form of DNA. Chromosomes are composed of DNA and protein. DNA molecules contain the information necessary for constructing and organizing cells. Functional segments of DNA are called genes. In a cell which is not dividing, this DNA is present as part of chromatin material. Chromatin material is visible as entangled mass of threads like structures. Whenever the cell is about to divide, the chromatin material gets organized into chromosomes. The nucleus plays a central role in cellular reproduction, the process by which a single cell divides and forms two new cells. It also plays a crucial part along with the environment in determining the way the cell will develop and what form it will exhibit at maturity by directing the chemical activities of the cell. In some organisms like bacteria, the nuclear region of the cell may be poorly defined due to the absence of a nuclear membrane. Such an undefined nuclear region containing only nucleic acids is called a nucleoid. Such organisms whose cells lack a nuclear membrane are called prokaryotes. Organisms with cells having a nuclear membrane are called eukaryotes. Now let's learn about this cytoplasm. Cell organelles are enclosed by membranes. In prokaryotes, beside the absence of a defined nuclear region, the membrane-bound cell organelles are also absent. On the other hand, the eukaryotic cells have nuclear membrane as well as membrane-enclosed organelles. The significance of membranes can be illustrated with the example of viruses. Viruses lack any membranes and hence do not show characteristic of life until they enter a living body and use its cell machinery to multiply. Now let's learn about the endoplasmic reticulum. The endoplasmic reticulum is a large network of membrane-bound tubes and sheets. It looks like long tubules or round or oblong bags. The endoplasmic reticulum membrane is similar in structure to the plasma membrane. There are two types of endoplasmic reticulum, that is, rough endoplasmic reticulum and smooth endoplasmic reticulum. Rough endoplasmic reticulum looks rough under a microscope because it has particles called ribosomes attached to its surface. The ribosomes which are present in all active cells are the sites of protein manufacture. The manufactured proteins are then sent to various places in the cell depending on need using the endoplasmic reticulum. The smooth endoplasmic reticulum helps in the manufacture of fat molecules or lipids important for cell function. Some of these proteins and lipids help in building the cell membrane. This process is known as membrane biogenesis. Some other proteins and lipids 
function as enzymes and hormones. Although the endoplasmic reticulum varies greatly in appearance in different cells, it always forms a network system.